You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now Let's get into the episode. G'day guys and welcome back to episode 167 of the Wanderlust Swingers podcast. My name's Kate and I'm here with the person that also happens to live in the same household as me. Is it correct to say welcome back to the new podcast? Welcome back to a new episode? No, no, I mean to the new because you're saying welcome back. To episode 167. That sounds like you're welcoming people back to the episode 167 rather than... That's true. Know what I mean? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wanderlust Swingers podcast. This is episode 167. There we go. The comma <laughs> makes a big difference, right? You just got to put the comma in the right spot. Yeah, you do. So this yeah. is an, uh, an episode about foursome swingers play and we're going to talk about Yoni and Nuru massages while we're at it. First of all, as always, cultural tidbit. We celebrated Pride Weekend here in June. And we celebrated it in Utrecht. You mean Pride Week? Pride Week, rather. Pride yeah, month. Well, Pride Month, rather. But we went to the Pride, specific Pride Weekend and Parade. Parade. And it was in Utrecht. So I wanted to find out about the history of Pride in Utrecht. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. I hope so. So the first Utrecht Canal Pride, also known as Utrecht Pride, took place in 2017. Uh, it marked the beginning of the annual festival. The owners of a particular cafe here, Cafe Kalf, a popular LGBT cafe, um, initiated the queer event in Utrecht because the boat that they have was no longer permitted in the Amsterdam Pride Festival. So in 2017, they decided, fuck you, Amsterdam, and launched their own Pride Canal Festival here in Utrecht. Well. So born out of spite. Yeah. They organised an independent boat parade without commercial participants, which is a big thing there. So the inaugural um, Pride Festival featured 25 boats. Without commercial participants. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck, that's changed, doesn't it? Featured 25 boats and attracted 20,000 visitors. This year I looked it up. The stats today, well, the the stats that we went to were 100,000 visitors, 50 boats, and by the way, number 48 was a boat for poly millennials. Very niche. Extremely niche, yeah. We're niching ourselves down to insignificance. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the, that's the cultural tidbit. What do you think? Utrecht Pride. I thought it was good. 2017 it launched. So it's gone five times the number of attendees and double the number of boats. Yeah, but and a fuckload more commercialism. <laughs> like a metric fuck ton. Well, I don't think the... Might be even an imperial fuck ton. I don't think the Who boats knows? themselves have. I think the, the big yes, thing... Yes, they have. There was fucking boats there that were sponsored by like Coca-Cola and shit. No, there was no Coca. I was about to. You know what I mean? Like I'm just using a brand. Sorry, Coke. The other, there were other, <laughs> there were definitely things there that were sponsored by people. Mm. Yeah, by companies. Yeah, we'll have to go back and have just a look. Defines commercialism. Interesting. Plus, so, there were people everywhere selling little tidbits on the side of the fucking canals. That's different. That's not to do with the actual like boats. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that anyone would need any sort of, mm, I don't know. Refreshment. License or anything to do that. <laughs> oh, maybe they would. Maybe they would need a license. What's that cake thing we keep eating? Cake. The vanilla slice. Tom- Tompus. Maybe they're sponsored by some sort of Tompus supplier. So what's Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Tompus seems to be the uh, celebratory cake of the, the Dutch. It does. I has got broken right. into yesterday. 
So we are coming at you from the the kitchen and on a brand new laptop that we procured in the last 24 hours. So hey-ho. Sexy police officers, that's a little bit of what's up for us. Not for me. It was up for you. Or should I say squirty and down for you. (laughs) I keep saying that you have some very exciting news, but you don't want to share it with anybody. No, I don't. It's mine. <laughs> Fucking share it with who I want to share I'm, I'm it really with. I'm really proud of you. Can you can you please maybe share it with everybody? I, I'm proud I, of you. I, I don't. I mean, I have to now, don't I? I'm, it's not like I have an option now. I can just put crickets in. The only thing I can do is ask you to cut out this whole fucking bit. It's, it's kind of like I have no option. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I finished my uh, pilot's license here in the Netherlands. Yay! Although it won't be a Dutch pilot's license because expensive. So you're now, this is your second pilot's license though. This is not your first one. So now you're dual, is that what they call you? you, Are you called like a dual pilot license person, holder person? No, No, because there's many many others as well, you know, like balloons and. Oh, yeah, it makes sense you'd need a license for that. Yeah, yeah, you need a license for a balloon um, and a a drone and, uh, you know, glider and, you know, there's there's a few others out there. Oh, I forgot, you know, the little blimps. You need a license for that as well because they're not a balloon. They're not a glider. You can now fly helicopters and planes. Just in case we, you know, have any spare money laying around after replacing all of our shit. (laughs) So we just got back from four nights, five days. We went to Croatia. We were there. Speaking of first world problems. Yes, speaking of first world problems. We were there with the Spicy Match team for their Spicy Island. So like a massive island takeover, 600 swingers. So that's Fuck, I love Croatia. I know, right? Yeah, I really do. I kind of missed it. I realised that after we landed, I missed it a lot. And I guess we can talk about that when we do the the Spicy Island kind of recap that we'll do in a couple of episodes. And uh, travel updates. Tomorrow we are off to the UK nice and early. Daryl, would you like to now know what time? The, no, um, I don't want to fucking we'll know. Sa- okay, cool. We're going to the UK tomorrow for our hot summer nights party takeover at Penthouse Playroom. So that's all for us. But let's get on to the episode. It's going to be like fucking 4am, isn't it? It's 5. We have to be at the train station at 5.50. Fuck. I fucking hate mornings. Uh, you do. And so does Penny, actually. You guys gar- both hate yeah, mornings. I know. Yeah, but Penny hates nights as well. I did ask you an interesting question in the shower the other day. Yes. Monday. What was it? Whether or not your sperm are also non-morning people. So if you have sex in the morning and you're actually trying to get somebody pregnant. Don't have sex in the morning. That's that's like how it works out for me. What would be your... Because I'm not a morning person. What would be your sperm, like just hanging back in your ball sacks, like not doing shit until I get my coffee? Ball sacks? Ball sack. I mean, fucking... How many balls? How many balls do I have? Well, you're a dual pilot licensed person, so now you have. You got to stop saying that. You're not a fucking dual <laughs> pilot. Yeah, but do you think your like little spermies are just standing there with like a cup of coffee, like I ain't doing shit until it's ten? Probably. Yeah. Fuck it. If they're yeah, they should be. Actually, I'm hopeful that they like that all the time, just, just quietly. Grumpy little fucks. No, just fucking hanging out there, not really doing anything. It's much better than the alternative. Grumpy little fuckers. That's what your sperm are. Yeah, probably. In the morning. You can not, maybe not just even in the morning. You tell me I'm grumpy and old, so. Hey, do you want to talk about foursomes and massages and playing with Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie? I mean, I suppose we have to really, don't we? We haven't actually spoken about Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie properly yet. So this is kind of like two play sessions in one that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the recent play session and then we're going to talk a little bit about the previous play session and why that particular chat for about three months was titled um, Two Men and a Tiny Robot. <laughs> yes.
So Mr. and Mrs. Bachi, we spoke about them when we talked about the New Year's episode. If you've heard previous episodes, you've heard us reference them. A lovely couple that we happen to meet of all places on Reddit, which is normally like the bowels of the universe, the bowels of the interwebs. Um, very- so are you calling them poos? No, I'm saying... Well, you just said they came from the bowel. Yeah, I'm just saying that they're... It's a weird thing to say about our friends. Don't make me feel bad. Be nicer. They're lovely. They are amazing. Yeah, well, not that the way my, you're describing them. That was my point, man. Poo, poo, so what? They're gems from the bowels of the universe. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a reference somebody's used regularly. They're, diamond, they're diamonds in the rough. No, they're not. They're fucking diamonds. They're not in the rough. They're not rough. But can you just... Diamonds in the rough means they're uncut, you know, they're, and they're, they're cut. I mean, they're... Fucking cut. I'm yeah, they ripped. are actually both ripped. <laughs> so you can't say they're uncut. They're certainly cut diamonds, yeah. without a doubt. You sexy motherfuckers. Right, so we're going to talk about them and some play session stuff and digging in a little bit to some feelings and some boudoir stuff and kind of all the rest of it. Are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, you keep asking me whether I'm ready rather than just talking about it. Fine. We, we should just talk about it. So we started by going over to their house. We're going to talk about the boudoir um, in Are we a talking bit. about the first? No, this is going to be the second first, the most recent. The second first. Yes. <laughs> Your words are so terrifyingly awkward. <laughs> okay, the second first. Yep. That's Got what it. We're That's what we're doing. Got it. So well, go let's around. go. Let's go. Okay. Good, good, good. Good. We go around to the should house. Should we talk about it? We should talk about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So we go around to the house. Brace yourself. And and we kind of catch up. We have a bit of champagne. We head up into their boudoir. We'll talk about the boudoir in a little bit. We decided, or I decided, I would like a sauna. So in their boudoir, they have a sauna. And I didn't use it the last time. You and Mrs. Dutchy uh, took the moment to have a, a sauna, but I didn't go in. We did. And this time I was all about it. And Which which is unusual for me. I it was have. unusual. Not very big on saunas. And big on Mrs. Dutchy, though. Yeah. Yeah, I forget that was what was going on. I was yeah. very surprised with the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. I'll happily follow her into places I would or normally wouldn't, wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like not a trench with hand grenades in it or anything. <laughs> You're on your own. You're just pushing her in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not going to push her in, but I'm not going to fucking follow her in either. <laughs> I mean, although I don't think she'd walk into a hand grenade laden trench. She'd probably ride in. She's Dutch. <laughs> That's so bad, but so good. Sorry, Mrs. Dutchy. So it was my turn. I wanted to have a sauna and I thought Mrs. Dutchy was going to come with me and then at the end she was like, no, I'm not going to come in. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Eat a bag of dicks. In my head I was like, oh, that's going to be amazing. And so uh, Mr. Dutchy came in and joined me in the sauna and you and Mrs. Dutchy were kind of hanging out in in the boudoir. I think making out's a better word. Well, this is getting to my point, actually. So while we were in the sauna, and you don't know this, but I'm going to share this with you, you, we've been trying to be a little bit healthier lately. We've been trying to, we've been drinking less. I, I've been drinking less. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've been drinking any less, but you certainly have. <laughs> I've been drinking less. We've been watching what we eat. Our bank balance looks amazing because of it as well, because <laughs> it's like less than one bottle of wine being consumed a day. Yeah, but I mean, the point of the point of this whole, I guess, story sideline is that, you know, when you're on your journey to feel better about yourself, sometimes, you know, you just don't necessarily feel stellar all the time. And whilst Mr. Dutchie and I were sitting in the sauna together, he gave me an amazing compliment. He, Did he? He told me how beautiful he thought I was. Oh, that's very nice of him. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And I don't think sometimes you realise like some of the the impact that what you say to people and lifestyle has, right? Like if you go to an event, like you do especially, you know, you give both men and women and everybody, really anybody, you give them compliments if they deserve it, of course. Yeah, if they're not cunts. And cunts don't get compliments. 
Yes, exactly. Right. Oh, hey, quick, uh, quick shout out to the Hump Day quickies if you're listening. Uh, cunts be cunts. So you mean a cunt's got a cunt? That's it. Yeah. Oh, I apologise if you are not normally. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I mean, if you can't handle the C bomb, yeah, this is not the podcast. We should stop for you. saying it now. Why? Oh, because we might get demonetised. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is, yeah, this is making us filthy rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's get back to sex though. Okay. So he gave me a really nice compliment. He told me that he finds me very attractive and that I'm very beautiful. That's lovely. Isn't it lovely? And going back to what I was just it's saying. It's not a surprise. He's a lovely dude. He is a lovely dude. Yeah, they're both lovely. But I think. Lovely is a weird word though. We forget how, what the impact of some of our words are. Like that changed my night around really. Like I was a little bit unsure of myself, kind of got naked, you know, go in the sauna naked. And then, I, and then he said that. And, and then I, you sat down. Which is always the worst oh, I know. way to, to be I know. naked I know. if you're feeling fat. I know. Because you immediately notice. Your thighs. And rolls. <laughs> pokey podgy bits. You're like, oh man, I shouldn't have sat down. I should have stood up in the sauna for the first fucking hour <coughs> until I <laughs> until I like saunered off all the fucking weight. Yeah, and then I'd be fine. <laughs> then I could sit down. Like only then though, not now, not now. So whilst we were in the sauna, we noticed and could hear... Some moaning happening. So can you run us through, the dear listeners and myself, what the fuck happened? Because when we walked out, things were full steam ahead. Oh, they were mid-steam. Mid-steam. Quite a lot of kissing. There was um, certainly some uh, fellating, which is uh, always spectacularly nice. A little bit of cunnilingus as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some dry humping, ah. which was also a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. So there was all of these things mixed in and, and sort of – I'm just highlighting them. They, they kind of happened – not in a sequence. It was like one thing and another and then another thing. It was lovely. It was really nice. I, I, I really enjoy time, sexual time with Miss Mrs. Dutchie. She's uh she's a very sexual and quite enthusiastic. Enthusiastic, yeah. I really like her enthusiasm. She's mm-hmm. very involved and, and, and makes nice noises and gives you feedback that helps you understand what you whether you're doing things right or wrong. Um yeah, and hopefully you know, tells you as well if you're doing anything wrong. Because that's always a fear, right? I think it is a big fear. It's always a fear you're going to fuck it up, especially with someone you actually like. Do you remember years ago when um, one of our friends came out and admitted that the fact that she'd been faking every orgasm she'd ever had for the past like five years in her lifestyle journey, you know, you've had sex with her. And I remember her being performative in that way. So, yeah. Well, she wasn't performative, but she obviously faked it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there is an element of like fear around – whether or not you truly are, I, I actually. Actually, I, I don't uh, – so let me just be clear here. I don't mind – If somebody fakes if somebody, No, if somebody doesn't have an orgasm as long as they're having fun. Mm-hmm. That includes me, I might add. Yeah. I mean, it, it. there can be a lot of fun. And for some people, men and women in this lifestyle, it's actually – it's more obvious in the lifestyle with men than it is out of the lifestyle, I think. A lot of men have trouble coming in the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and I think it actually balances, kind of balances the score with how many women have trouble having orgasms out of the lifestyle, mm. if you know what I mean. Like yeah. So I don't mind if you're enjoying yourself and, and you never actually climax, but you're enjoying yourself. Mm. I mean, yeah. uh, so it's the same for me as well. I don't have to climax every time. It's kind of fun to, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it goes back to the – and by the way, everybody, Daryl and I haven't been on a podcast together, I want to say, for four months – or something more, more. So this is going to be a very randomised, I think, episode. Because our episodes are never random. I, I agree. I think that 
there is so much pressure to orgasm and I think it actually can subtract from really just living in the moment and enjoying yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's pressure in most cases. Um I don't I don't think anyone well, I mean certainly I would hope that there's not a lot of people who apply pressure for orgasm. I'm talking more about like self-pressure, expectations, oh, really? you know, societal expectations. You you probably don't. No. No. It doesn't <laughs> sound like a fucking thing. <laughs> so you actually were in the middle of giving Mrs. Dutchie a yoni massage when we walked out or, yes, had I just, was. or had just finished because I think that's where all the moans were coming from. Yes. I don't think I was – I think you've actually got that wrong. I think I was actually – um, going down on her whilst massaging. Were you okay? I just yeah. remember. I just remember you telling me that you gave her a yoni massage later in the evening. So I assumed you'd done that when we. Yeah, were, that was like there was a whole lot of things in there, part and parcel, right? Okay, cool. So like I said, they were kind of mixed up. So. So what's the yoni massage is according to Daryl? Well, I don't. I I used the term yoni massage rather than the term finger banging. Mm-hmm. Not that I was like banging away with my fingers, but you've done that yoni massage course thing though. I have, yeah, but it was. A little strange. Mm. I mean, it kind of gave you directions around things, but it was. Remember, I did that in Singapore, right? Yeah. I think it was really focused on just helping guys who had anatomy, very little experience. Mainly, sorry, let me correct myself. They had porn experience, yeah. just a lot of porn experience, and they hadn't actually really looked at, re- really been involved in anything other than porn. So because of that, they were, you know, just focused on. Well, finger banging, yeah. <laughs> like the real term finger banging. But yeah, so anyway, I, yeah, so I was going down on her whilst uh, whilst massaging her, her, trying to massage her G spot. Now, one of the things again, coming back to not getting things right, we haven't really done a lot of communicating on this yet in terms of where we sit, whether we're you know whether everyone's happy with how things are progressing or how things are, because we're we're still reasonably early. I'd say we're good. I mean, we're good friends, but we're reasonably early in the the ex- sexual exploration part of what we're doing. Dude, they popped around the other day for like two minutes. I was so fucking excited. I thought they were going to come and day drink randomly with us. <laughs> I saw them come on the bikes and uh, I'm in my... Kate's measurement of friendship. <laughs> the little excited one on my shoulder. Actually, like, you fucking blame me first. Let's just get this straight for the listeners. No, I said, oh, did you did you plan this? Because again, I was, so, yeah, ex- I was, like, exactly. was so excited and I thought, I saw them because I was making a coffee and I thought, oh, Quick question. I was like, hell yeah. They come on a day drink. Daryl's arranged this. Oh my god! Wow! And they were coming for a little pop in, but they weren't. They weren't staying. They were. They were just dropping. They were dropping, dropping a present off. off. Yeah, <laughs> which was lovely. Also lovely. So we haven't had a lot of discussion around sexual like. Well, we we've we've had it. I mean, we've certainly had some of the you know we had the initial consent conversations and that sort of thing. But her and I spoke about strap on over a uh, seven or eight course degustation, very nice meal recently. Yeah, well, that would be um, you know standard table talk for us, though, right? So <laughs> it's not too unusual. There's one of the things that that's always a fear, but uh, you know you, you kind of muddle your way through as well. If you if you if it sounds right, then it probably is somewhere near right. If it sounds right, you do right. Yeah. Something like that. Some sort of new slogan. So we come out, this is all kind of unfolding, and we decide to, by my suggestion, give Mrs. Dutchie a six-handed massage. Mm. Were you chatting in there? Or just, yeah. Just we were, chatting? We were, yeah, hanging out and chatting and catching up. Because okay. in my head, I was like, the evening hadn't yet been at that progression. Got it, got it, got it. Because when Ms. Dutch, Mrs. Dutchie and I were in there, we were playing with each other. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just just a head, just a heads up. I mean uh, that that was the last time, yeah. 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 The first first time, not the, first, the second first time. Exactly. So we gave Mrs. Dutchie a six-handed massage. She was on her belly. 
Yeah. And this is where you, at your suggestion, decide that I give should give her a new room massage. Now, new room massage. Oh, gotta. Is it's a special kind of um, massage stuff that you mix with water, and it's almost forming like it's a jelly-like substance. It's kind of like it's very similar to what the jelly wrestlers wrestle in. That's what you should use for a new room massage, and that's why when no, you, I mean, you're just using that's just a brand that's stolen the fucking massage. It's, it's called a, a it's called a body on body massage. It's called a new room massage. No, it's not. That's like that's like saying it's a hallmark fucking you know day or whatever. It's you don't steal shit. Explain what it is. Yeah, it's well you. Uh, so we put some. Well, she was really quite well coated with oil already. Yes. Um, and then basically you put, put some oil on the front of you and you then massage her back using your breasts and your, your body, basically, your whole body. Mm. Yeah. So it's very sexy to watch. You know, it's a very sensual massage because it's body on body. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, that's the descriptor. Would you like to add anything? Yes. Uh, Nuru is actually a Japanese word meaning slippery, and it originally started in Kawasaki in Japan. So it translates from... Uh, look at me looking at Googling shit on my new computer <laughs> that got stolen two days ago. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Little Miss First World fucking stolen over here. Within one day, she's Amazoned a new fucking computer. But it is a form of erotic massage. So basically, yeah, full, full body-on-body contact. So Mrs. Dutchie was lying on her stomach. Sorry, Nuru. The brand Nuru, I'm apologising them to to them because I thought they were big stealers. <laughs> it turns out they weren't. We were massaging, I was massaging her and I was like putting my full body on her. So she's on her stomach and I have my breasts and I'm rubbing up completely against her. Now I was really focused on her and I was kissing her and things like that whilst I was kind of putting my body pressure and stuff and on her. What was happening with the gents back there? Because I couldn't really see what you guys were doing. So give me a rundown of the view, what you guys were doing that all of that surprise you don't know given that your pussy was involved in it yeah but i just want to okay sorry so uh, the the gents were busily playing uh playing with the ladies as they were rubbing against each other basically so we were rubbing the inside of your th- thighs and you know just being generally sensual and then also the occasional bloop sorry uh <laughs> accidentally accidentally touched your pussy accidentally 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 on maybe. purpose Maybe ever so slightly on purpose. What was the what was the view and everything like? Because that was the first time Mrs. Dutchie has had that kind of a full body massage before. Was it sexy to watch and yeah, see? Yeah, I, I mean, yes, absolutely, very sexy to watch. Um, are you sure it was the first time she's ever had one of those massages? I don't. I think you need to confirm that. I'm. I'm not sure that I'd say that. That's, that's what. The that's case. what she she told me okay, on the night. T- I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, the police just drove past. Oh, good. Good job, fellas. Keep keep it up. Probably because you you know the people are stealing shit. <laughs> Please stop people from breaking into our house again while we're sleeping. That would be great. Yeah, it was very sexy to watch. I mean, it's it's always sexy to t- see two ladies engage with each other when they're actually into each other. You know, when it's not again performative, but when you actually yeah. like the feeling and the sensation. And and by the way, just coming back to the whole n- nori massage, no. Nuru. Yeah, because nori is very different. Well, it's still Japanese though. Yeah, no, I know, but it's the green stuff that goes around fucking sushi. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, going back to Nuru. Going back to, to Nuru, I forgot what I was going to say because I went on a tangent too far. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just snorted, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you because when you're watching, and all, although you are engaged, uh, I would say mostly that is a pretty voyeuristic thing to be doing, right? How would you classify yourself? Do you would you say you are a voyeur? Do you like voyeurism? Is that part of your interest level? Is watching something else unfold? Like what? How is that for you? It's hilarious that you ask me this. What What's my favorite 
thing that you do? Uh, yeah, fucking fucking people. Maybe you could put the crickets in here. Just, just give, I mean, do I enjoy voyeurism? Y- yes, but only particular types of voyeurism. I enjoy being voyeuristic with you being involved in things, whether I'm there or not being voyeuristic. So, yes, is the short answer. Does it does it differentiate your voyeuristic pleasure when, say, I'm with another couple versus maybe a single guy? Does that does that change the dynamic of your? Yes, it does. Okay. So my preference is for you with a single guy over a couple, mm-hmm. and and with a couple over a single over a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's my preference. It doesn't mean that that's what you must adhere to. Well, it also doesn't mean that you don't like the other stuff. It's just that's... Oh, no, I do very much like the other stuff. It's just not... What about in a club? When you go into a club, going and watching people... Still the same. Fuck. Oh, you mean voyeuristic? Yeah, in that regard. No. So, I enjoy watching other people fuck, but just like, for me, just like strip clubs, I hate the idea that I can't be involved. So, if I... Now, let me clarify for all the people out there that now think I'm a fucking pervert. I am okay not being involved but it's certainly not my preference so i would much prefer that i have the ability to engage with the people than not then that may not necessarily mean physical engagement as well right so let's say as an example i was put in the boy chair in a lesbian in 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 scenario with two lesbians and yourself Mm -hmm. you know just throwing that out there for any of our listeners who may have a boy chair in their room yeah, I'd I'd be happy to sit back and watch and and talk and you know engage that way and and just understand the sensuality the sexuality that's going on. That's still engagement. It's just not physical engagement. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So that was my turn. So I laid on my back now, and you know, my I pu- think you were instructed to lay I, on your back. I was. Actually. My pussy was exposed. My breasts not by were me. exposed. Not by me. And he was the. Here's the funny thing: where my head's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to get a massage first, and then we're going to start fucking. No. Well, yes, you got you got a small massage. Stop being so fucking complaining. I'm not being complaining. It's Man, just- listen to you. Oh, I only got a small amount of massage before I got joyfully fucked. It's as funny to me because my head was in one, again like one point, and then. And then obviously everybody was kind of like going down. Mrs. Dutchie was going down on me and everyone was touching me. And I was like, oh, that's what we're doing right now. And I remember she stopped for a second and she was like, oh, is this not what you wanted? And I was like, no, I do want it. Keep going. <laughs> but my head was like, massage first. Just funny how I'm very awkward sometimes, you know. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. A little bit of gamer catch up, brain catch up. I think it's probably, so keep in mind, you know, Mrs. Dutchie and I were a little ahead of you you and mister because you're in the uh sauna so you're a little bit of a we're a little bit ahead of you so that that probably helped push things along as well mm, yeah. yeah so mrs dutchy was going down on me which she's great at i love that and you guys were coming in with the assist and i was then sucking your cock which is kind of a really i, I love doing that i love it when someone's going down on me and i have another cock to put in my mouth at the same time you had two cocks you could have potentially put in your mouth i don't know there was a fucking cock fest they're everywhere. <laughs> you could have slapped them off. But it's definitely one of my favorite one of my favorite things. But I have a I have a question to ask you. I have a hot seat question, which is normally something I do for the people I'm interviewing. But I have one for you. Okay. When somebody is fucking me or going down on me or fingering me or what have you, and I suck your cock. Yes. What is my skill 
skill. Oh, uh, how good are you at sucking cock at that point? When that's happening. Yeah, I, I got to say, <laughs> I think for most people, it's about the same. You know, it's you're never going to be spectacular at sucking cock. I didn't ask about anybody else, babe. No, but. I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> so it's a 69 scenario, right? A 69 just means that both people are getting pleasure, but nobody's really enjoying themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in a 69, it's it's all too complex, convoluted, and it's a similar scenario. You've got other things going on. Your mind's focused somewhere else. And let's be fair, nobody can do two things at once well. Everybody does one thing at once well, um, regardless of sex, I might add. But they do two things less well and then three things even less well. So if one was av- a below average uh, cocksucking and seven was fantastic cocksucking, you really want me to rate your fucking cocksucking? I, I do. Well, hang on, what's your cocksucking rating when you're not doing it? That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, I'm putting you on the hot seat, babe. <laughs> fucking hell, okay. Well, I mean... I'm going to say a seven and a six. Really? That I thought it would have been more difference than that. Yeah, well, that's why I get to make up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. We were doing that for quite some time, which was absolutely lovely. I always, you know, and this is for my other people out there who are probably overthinkers and everything else and, and pleasure givers rather than seekers, I always do find it a little bit weird when all the attention's on me. I, I, I have to really be present not to overthink when that's all happening because I do, you know, as as a pleasure giver, I do often get a bit awkward when all of the attention was on me you know, that, that time that I was kind of like the unicorn for that couple and having both their attentions on me, I'm always like, nah, you know, I kind of freak out a little bit. So I struggle with that. Do you struggle with that at all? Is that something that? No. No. The more the merrier. Come, come at me, bitches. Yeah. So it, look, for, for all of my other pe- peeps out there, that is always something that I struggle with and I really have to remind myself to be present, think about things, well, not think about things as well and just kind of allow the other people in the room to want and to give me did. pleasure. And I did. Yes. I you, came you, so hard. You, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I did. Yeah. It was glorious. <laughs> I think uh, this is one of the few events where both the ladies got off. First. First. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not hating on it. No, no, not at all. I thought it was spectacular, but it was, uh, it was definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, though, after the foreplay has occurred foreplay it is now time it is time for fucking it's definitely time for fucking (laughs) yes i want you to take the lead on this section because of the fact that mr dutchy i would say fucked me 10 ways from sunday he did he put in a fucking olympic effort of (laughs) well uh, now we know why he's got such good abs yeah right yes he he did he put in an olympic effort effort of uh of of fucking um, even after me whispering in, in his ear, I'd really like for you to come inside her, like with a condom on, of course. But yeah, I, I would have thought that would have helped. That would have helped push him over the edge. And that was pretty early on. I was being a bit of a fucking dodgy bastard, if I'm honest. <laughs> now that I look back at it, but trying to stitch him up. No, not at all. It was just more that uh, I know that you enjoy it when people come yes. uh, with you. Yeah. So, uh, which which he ended up doing. It was just much further down the track. I didn't inspect the post, inspect the condom. You know, I'm not like looking around, not licking the tip to see whether it's... uh, The number of positions that him and I went through... Six at least. At least six. Yeah. That's why I'm saying he fucked me every which way from... I felt fucking like I was doing a poor job over the other side. No, I'm kidding. I I didn't feel like I was doing a bad job. On the other side though, I did come quite quickly. Did you? Yeah. Too quickly, would you say? I would never say too quickly. 
Because that would just be fucking mean. Stop giving me the fucking eyeballs. Well, I mean, that's mean. Sometimes you come quickly. It's a thing, right? You can't always fucking hold off. Dude, calm down. It wasn't like I was done in three fucking seconds. But after seeing the 45-minute performance on the other side of the fucking room, (laughs) any standard below that was quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I was really, um, really excited. It was, uh, like, sexually excited. So, uh, yeah, I, I came... Relatively quickly, I yes. think. Yeah. So, but I do have some feedback for us. Oh, yeah? And I would like to know if the Dutchies agree with this. Ooh. They're probably not going to because they are lovely humans, so they would never agree with this. But two things I think we need to work on. I'm going to go first. I need to start doing some kind of like yoga or stretching because your bitch is tight. Mrs. Dutchie, flexible as fuck. She's tall and lanky, and I've seen you basically put her toes on the floor behind her head. Yeah, well, that's because she does fucking yoga every morning. This is my point. Yeah, well, I mean, you're supposed to be organising... Old dancing. Uh, old dancing classes and, and, you know, that's still not happened. So fucking get on it. You, your bitch needs to start stretching and doing yoga. Yeah, no shit. This is one of the prime things that goes wrong as people, you know, reach their 40s. And you need to start figuring out some different sexual positions and repertoire. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh, really? That's how this is going to work, huh? Oh, I'm too, ti- I'm too tired and you're just fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm throwing us both under the bus, babe. You're just you're talking about flexibility. Half the fucking world can't touch their toes, but then you're going to throw out afterward that you know you you, you can't fuck. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying that's what you said. I'm not saying that's that. That's what you I just, heard. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're just hanging back doing missionary only, but like I did feel like I would only done missionary though when you guys fucking got involved. But uh, look uh, now, just just to clarify here, this is all me that I, I, like Mrs. Dutchie was. Glorious. I mean, um, again, you know, the fact that I came faster than I normally would is a solid indicator of how amazing she is in in um, in bed. So, well, not in bed, but in the boudoir. In the boudoir. Looking back and thinking about how things play out, and and it, it, this is the d- different dynamics that you have in different events, right? Or different sexual events, because there's been there's been events, sexual events I, I've been involved in where I was just fucking all night. You know, like, and, and just couldn't, wouldn't, didn't stop. I, I know, because I've had multiple men comment to me in previous play sessions about, does Daryl just fuck all night? Yeah, but it's not always the case, right? Because this was, like, I, I was, I peaked a little early here, which is a, actually an indicator of a whole lot of fun as well. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's lovely to, it's lovely to be with these guys. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to do better. I'm going to step it up. Okay. Yeah, next time I'm going to I'm going to take my my book with me on different positions. I'm just going to fucking lay it out. Write it write it on your palm. I'm going to put it up on a vision board. <laughs> you know, a vision board. Walk in with a massive like what's those big sheets of butcher's paper and just pin it to their wall. Just pin it to the wall. Nothing to see here, guys. Well, I'm going to I won't pin it straight to their wall cuz the room's too lovely. I'll use uh, you know, like 3M. So removable. I was thinking something else. Okay, hear me out. We break in. Yeah. Right. We get some of that like glow-in-the-dark pen stuff that you can oh, only glow on see. Glow-in-the-black light. Do you really want to use a black light in a boudoir room? And then and then we draw on the wall, right? What, what are you doing? I mean. <laughs> and then and then later we just face them in the other direction and then we can look at the stick figures fucking over on the other wall. As long as nobody washes the wall. Otherwise they'd just be smudged stick figures and we'll be fucking, we'll be trying to fuck with, with an arm up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably better than what we're doing now. Well, I, I don't know why – I mean, I, there were three people in the room who were really putting in and doing a fucking spectacular <gasps> job, just one person who, who, who wasn't. I, oh, I'm crushed. 
I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about me. Oh. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> the one person who... Less crushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not crushed at all. Yeah, so I, I probably... I mean, again, swings and roundabouts, right? We, swing we'll, and roundabouts. we'll see uh, everything changes, dynamics change, people's engagement brains change in the next one, but it was a whole lot of fucking fun. It was fucking fun. Something I'd happily repeat. Always. Like at least 10 times. We finished up fucking. A very important part that I always like to try and include in my story because I want to normalize this. I go and do a pee <laughs> because, you know, UTIs and all of that good stuff. Yeah. I'm a man, so I can slam my dick in between a door and then it'll be good to go in about an hour. I come back, I get the water, I get the wine, and because I'm a fucking awesome wing person sidekick like that, I get everybody else wine and we have a little uh, we have a little wine break. Post, post-coitus wine break. Yeah. Mrs. Dutchie and myself, and we all kind of get engaged and we give Mr. Dutchie a lot of attention, which was hilarious. And lots of blowjobs. Lots of blowjobs. Lots of blowjobs. Lots of handjobs. And it was hilarious because uh, he was just enjoying himself. And I think that Mr. Dutchie, Mrs. Dutchie kind of pulled the ripcord at the end. She was like, that's it. You've had enough. <laughs> She's like, I'm getting tired. You've had enough now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was, uh, what's his line? I'm so fucking close. It's right there and every time I get there, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, that was pretty funny at the end where she was like, you know what, you, you've had enough now. <laughs> and then and then we had a, a, a wine and a, and a 1 a.m. snack break. In, oh, man, yeah. In their boudoir because they're. We haven't covered the boudoir yet. Let's talk about the boudoir. Okay. Because, I mean, the, the duchies are the primary here in terms of awesomeness yeah. and sexiness. But I have to say the boudoirs, it's, it's a second. It's it's sexier and more awesome than us. I'm not looking good in this whole fucking endeavor. <laughs> no, everyone's gonna be like, "Why would we have sex with you guys?" Yeah, well, no, I mean, Kate's not flexible. Which I know. Fucking put in. Daryl yeah. comes in two seconds. Two seconds. I was just fucking hell. I was joking. Yeah, but this is not things to joke about. All right. Don't make me come over there and grab your back fat. Okay, don't fucking touch my back fat. <laughs> it's not even funny. That's divorce material right there. They converted their their uh, top half top section of their house into basically a sex room. They've got lights. Well, it's got not supposed to be. It's a sex room exercise and you know sauna and stuff as well. It has a sauna. It has um, a bed in there. It has a couch in there. It's got its own little kitchen. We nearly killed Mrs. Dutchie while you're in the in the sauna as well. I forgot about that. Oh, because you fell between. She fell between. No, no, them. she tried to stand up. So there's two chairs that I mean <laughs> that we uh, you and I figured out. M- merged Wait together a second, into these two one. chairs actually go together. They merged together into one mega chair. Yeah, mega chair. Also known as a bed. Or from now on, the mega chair. The mega chair. So the the mega chair, unfortunately, though, has a, uh, <laughs> a center of gravity problem. When you try to stand up with your hand on the back of the chair, oh, it falls. Yeah, it falls over backwards. So um, yeah, Mrs. Dutchy nearly plummeted to her doom through the chair onto the ground. But thankfully, the my bravery and courage was there to save the day. So their boudoir, they have it set up. They've got beautiful lighting. They've got a sauna in there. They've got a bathroom, a massive shower, and they've got a kitchen, which is where the wine and the snacks live out in their mini fridge. So after you have sex, a very beautiful naked Mrs. Dutchie with her gorgeous ass gets up and starts creating a snack platter. I have to say she's she continually talks about how she's been working on her buns and, mm-hmm. and it's a spectacular job. It is. Yeah. They're uh, quite pronounced and very readily slappable, I would say. Spankable, maybe. That's a better word. So we didn't talk about our previous play session with them. I don't want to take too much time up on it, but basically we had an amazing play session, but we had a chat group 
a four-way chat that for a very long time was called Two Men and a Tiny Robot. And after the play session, I was doing one of my usual pee breaks and you and Mr. Dutchie were playing with Mrs. Dutchie and her favourite toy, the, the I think it's a womanizer or a satisfier. I feel like it's her only toy that she really she enjoys. She really likes she it. She really loves it, yeah. Um, they use it during... Uh, they will use it during uh, their own play yeah. as well, like yeah. during sex. And and I mean, we've tried that with these toys, us before. Mm. And you always complained about how you couldn't keep it on your clit. Anyway, the, the so this was one of the notable things from the first time is that, you know, I think in their play sessions, Mr. Dutchie drives in as well while he's fucking. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do this. Fucking hell. I mean, I'm struggling to <laughs> find – Patting your head and like circling. Well, no, I mean, yeah, there's a few things here. The first one is clitorises are not always in the same spot. And but you don't know how pussy that well. I don't know. Well, I happily spend a lot more time in, uh, you know, mapping it out if, if that's uh, okay yeah. with people. I, you know what I do love though? I love that – I love when a woman takes control of her sexual pleasure and the fact that – during that play session, she felt comfortable enough to and and completely unashamed to bring out a sex toy and say, "I want to get off now." And you and Mister Dutchie were playing with her, and you and she was using the toy, and got herself off. That's amazing, don't you think? That's amazing because sometimes people feel really funny about bringing sex toys into the lifestyle play, mm. and I think it's absolutely fantastic. I'm oh, all for it. I'm here I for agree. it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's. It was certainly a lot of fun to be involved in, and 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 also watch the outcome. Yeah. She has good orgasms. She has good orgasms. She does. Like very, like you know, bouncy. Actually, is similar to you in some ways because mm. she's like has a very strong orgasm, but then is like stop, 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 fuck off. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck off me. <laughs> give me, give me, give me some time here. Let, yeah. let, 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 let little Miss recover. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, we don't know that. We've not discussed this with her. If she has a name for a pussy as well. Mm. Or if he has a name. That'd be interesting. I don't have a name. Do you have a name? No. No, I mean, no. So that's really the story of Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie. Absolutely fabulous people. Really enjoyed our play sessions with them. Looking forward to spending more time with them both in and out of the bedroom, for sure. I feel we should probably mention that they have given us permission to actually talk about them on the show. So just to let everybody know their fully consensual story. So can I just finish that up? Yeah. With a, with a solid round of thank yous, oh, high yeah. fives. Yeah, amazing. Could we high five as well? No. No? That'd be weird? That's weird. Okay, let's not high five. Yeah. We'll do that, uh, Mr. Dutchie, we'll do that the next time we're in a play session. Secretly high five. We posted up a, one of our coffee chats on Patreon a little while ago, and this is a response from N and E and I asked them again if N and E I said can I can I please share your response because it's fucking hilarious. So I'm gonna give no context to what our coffee chat was that sparked this comment from N and E. I'm just gonna read it. Speaking of underpants. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of underpants, we had just finished up playing with a couple and we're all getting dressed when I noticed the other guy was intensely searching the room for something. He soon ex- I should go in a story voice here. He soon explained I can't find my boxes. So I joined in the search effort until a few seconds later it dawns on me in absolute horror that I actually hadn't come in with any underpants on. I was now wearing his underpants. Motmo. The other guy had the exact same brand and the exact same size that I wear, so I picked them up, I put them on without a second's thought. Thankfully he was cool about the situation. I was a bit freaked out about having just touched and put on some other guy's underpants, but quickly realised how silly that was given we'd just had full swap with this other couple. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> as long as he hadn't been in them all day, of course. Because <laughs> if he's been in them all day, you just never know. 
I love the fact that Anne in particular was, you know, joining in the search for the for the missing missing underpants whilst he's wearing them. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, but how do you end that? It's like I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, I think I found them. <laughs> I think I found the underwear. Um, I think I'm wearing them. Uh, and you should do that as you're looking directly in his eyes. Like just eyeball, just hold a gaze without blinking. <laughs> I found your underwear. <laughs> I'm wearing them. I'm wearing them. And I'm not going to stop wearing I'm, them. I'm going to take them home. I'm going to take them home. I'm masturbating inside of them later. I'm masturbating inside them right now while oh, I'm looking in your yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah. Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a surprise. I'm sure there's been many a lady who's done the same thing as well. Bras, well, yeah, perhaps. I think lingerie is a bit different. and I think that's harder to, harder to replicate. Yeah, I don't think everyone's always wearing lingerie when they're playing though, babe. Mm. Yeah, think about that. Think about the surprise, you know, the surprise shagging that might happen if you've had a long-term single guy, as an example, who turns up and you might not be in lingerie. You might just be in something else. I do feel like I need to wear lingerie the, the next time we play with the duchies because the last two times I've yeah. been in jumpsuits and have had nothing on underneath. Yeah. Granted, granted, I'm nude, doesn't Also, me? the last two times. She has looked amazing has in lingerie. Has looked amazing <laughs> in lingerie, yeah. Actually, yeah, come to think of it, your lingerie standard is shit. You better step it up. Hey, I was naked. Yeah, but you got to step up the lingerie, oh, babe. I got it, I got it. I'm sorry, I'm just because you've been telling me I come in two seconds, I mean, it's time for you to step up your fucking lingerie. Uh, speaking of Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie, we do have to give a shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie's friends, R and E. R and E. R and E. Hi. Hello. We have to give you guys a shout out because there was a, there's a funny story involving them listening to a podcast, the two of them meeting Mr. and Mrs. Dutchie by happenstance at an event, mentioning the podcast and them kind of going, well, if you've heard the New Year's one, we're the people that left our suit at home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. A quick review we received. Thank you so much, Briz CM uh, via Apple Podcasts uh, from the UK. They said, thank you for all your do five stars. If more people were as open about this as you guys are, there'd be less problems in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for the well, review. That's a big call. I'm pretty sure I make half of the problems in the world. Thank you so much for the review. We did have a shit can review uh, about two or three nights ago that said my audio was shit. Um, so if, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you think we've done a good job, go and give us a po- positive review so we can push that shit can review further down. I don't. I don't think that. I think that's okay. The, sh- the 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 person who offered that review has done it on some of our first podcasts, and frankly, the audio was fucking you terrible. Assume, but yeah, they gave us two stars, and they said that my audio was shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it has been, and sorry, certainly for the first ten to fifteen episodes, your audio was disgusting. So. And then, and then in Singapore, when our microphones fucked out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so uh, do me a favour, if you are listening and you haven't yet, please go give us a review and push that one further down the page just because it makes me sad every time I see I it. I mean, yeah, I, I'm less sad. You're less sad. No, I think the, I think I think constructive reviews are always welcome. Well, hopefully that person continues to listen and then realises the audio and it does indeed get better and then they come back and revise their review. That would be like... Maybe. That awesome source. Yeah, well, I'm. I mean, look, I'm more interested in making sure that people are uh, people are receiving some level of education rather than whether they're reviewing us. So, because I don't think I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and just uh, to throw this out there, yeah, never done a single review. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I mean, everybody I've listened to, and I and, and I'm going to say I've I've got like fifty podcasts on my on my playlist. Not and and in and out of the lifestyle. I've Darryl. never reviewed anyone. 
I've bought some. Sh- I've bought some shit from some of them. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I've done that too. Never left a review, which is terrible. Hug a podcaster, leave them a review, give them a follow on social media, or subscribe to their Patreon. Just you know. Yeah. So coming up next, we have the Swingers Health Volume Three, which is going to be all about herpes. Why are you showing two fingers when you're saying? I volume don't know three? why I did that. I was like, peace. Yeah, but that. that Sorry. Here we okay. go. Let me do it again. Swingers Health Volume Three. Yep which is a topic of herpes. That's with Courtney Bram. And then we're also going to be talking about our Spicy Island adventure. So that's what we've got coming up. But um, it's now 9 p.m. We have to be up at 5. I don't have to be up at 5. <laughs> You're right. I can get you up at 4.30. I don't have to be up at all. You do, babe. No, I could sleep all day. You got to get up? No. It just means I miss a flight. I mean, I could stay here all day, do nothing, just fucking relax on the couch. Except i got to work. It's going to be back with Daryl, except for the fact that he does interrupt a lot. I do not. <laughs> I interrupt a lot. I come in two seconds. <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean. You're unimaginative with your positions. Yeah. I'm basically a dud. Oh, well, we hope that you enjoyed that story of a foursome, some yoni, some body confidence, some compliments, people coming, people using sex toys, a little bit of everything thrown in. Uh, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Go again. Have a lovely day. That seems a bit in- inauthentic, really. Go again. Have a lovely day. You don't know whether you want to wish them to have a lovely day? I don't know. I just want them to have a lovely day. <laughs> more, more aggressive. Or evening. Have, more aggressive. Have a lovely day. Oh, shit, fuck. All right, we're going to go. Bye, guys. Bye.